Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Rossetti and Stewart podcast. I am joined today with three people, but first I need to introduce my podcast partner, Mr. Brotherly Love today, Justin Stewart. Bringing all the love here in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. What's up, Antonio? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. You know, it's a busy day. I had a pretty big night last night. I got the interview of Genny Malkin. You did. Which was pretty crazy. Um, he was a, you know, a childhood hero of mine. And then you get to interview someone who is a top 15 NHL player of all time. Can't beat it. No, you can't. You can't. I'm though. blessed. You can't. You want to introduce your uh, I other, would love your to. pals here? So... Welcome back. He now has an Evan Mobley shirt on, not Lamelo Ball. Gabe Roman. Hello, it's good the Roman back. Empire's back. The Roman Empire, and we got the Ambridge <laughs> assist. You Marshall you didn't Bruce. Say that right. It's wait, wait. You, you said, said wait. You said Marshall you said Bruce. Ambridge Ambridge Marshall Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Bruce is your last name. Yeah. So wait, you're Marshall Bruce Mathers. No, I hear that joke all the time, and because of it, it's impossible to Google myself. So. We're going to leave it at that. Fair enough. <laughs> I just had to throw that one through. But Sorry, bud. He's a big Eminem fan. He's a big Eminem fan. I actually am. I actually am, though. But um, you can find our show, though, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search the Rosetti and Stewart podcast. Just had to plug the podcast in real quick before we get started. Talking all things basketball, Antonio. Uh, first things first, I do want to ask, how are you guys, how are you guys both doing? How was the trip out here? Yeah, the drive was uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was smooth. Just got a brand new car. Um, and when I say brand new, I mean 2007. <laughs> hey, man, car's Turret. a car. Hey, yeah. car's a car. Shoot. The John drive's smooth. Yeah. I decided to name the car Hope. Mm-hmm. Hope? Some, some wholesomeness for you this morning. Oh, yeah. Then, oh, we love it. We love it. Congrats on the new car. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. A, respect. Respect. It was, it was a dent in the wallet. You know, a huge one. Yeah. Dave is <laughs> smiling right now because he knows the truth, but... <laughs> Hey, you know, the drive was good. Fair enough, fair enough. Tony, I'm having a good day, except we tried the uh, the new Guy Ferrari chicken place here in downtown Pittsburgh. Really mm-hmm. good, really good chicken tenders, really good fries. And I got a milkshake, and the straws were so freaking small, I couldn't get anything out of the milkshake. Yeah. So mm. now, I'm upset. Anyways, it's just like... Gabe was sucking and sucking, pause, <laughs> and like couldn't get anything. <laughs> I love the sound effects. Uh, yeah, was, this is an ASMR podcast. Too. That was that sports, was great. That was that was absolutely incredible. Um, I must say though, like these microphones, oh, they're really good. Phenomenal. They're, they're great. These, these My are voice shirts. has never. These are the top better. of the top, man. Top of the top. Yo, how much were these, Johns? Too much money. Yeah, they're like at least three hundred dollars. I wonder how the other podcast room when they get Jeez. the new CMI is going to be. That'd be interesting to see. That definitely will be interesting to see, though. Yeah, I, I wonder if we'll still be able to use that. I don't know. We could no break problem. in. Yeah, we could break in. Yeah, yeah that's I know we'll yeah. be able to use this as long as we want. Yeah, it's mean, like, no, yeah. true. It's very true. But yeah, so we just want to jump right into it, though. Let's jump right into it. Mm. Um, so I, I was thinking, I was looking at some teams. It's like sink or swim for some teams. And we're talking about NBA, by the way. It's NBA, basketball. It, it's, it's a basketball mm-hmm. day, and I saw Philly has won six games in a row, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're playing some good ball. James Harden's been fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid's been fully healthy. Tobias Harris has been fully healthy. Uh, the only question is, do they need to add another piece, or do you guys think that this team could contend? Well, today we're, we're going through uh, different trades that we've come up through the trade machine. I didn't have any for Philly. I think that they have... Yeah. And if they stay healthy, they definitely have a contending team. Like I said last time, I don't think Philly's a winning culture. I don't think they will win even if they have all their yeah. people. But 
they're going to find a way to mess it up. Yeah, and like, and I brought it up last podcast too. It was the whole thing with uh, Kawhi Leonard's game winner. Like they had a, ch- if they would have won that, they probably c- had a chance against the injured Warriors. Yeah, and Kawhi Kawhi hit hit that uh, that game winning shot. And one of the most iconic sports photos of the last five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that squat was deep. It was that squat was real deep. Oh, they they were they were. But to answer your question though. Like you saying, uh, Gabe was saying, they're they're a good team every year. That's kind of what we've come to expect. You know, you have Embiid, you're gonna be like in the mix as far as being a playoff team. But when it comes down to, I think Milwaukee's better than them, and I definitely think Boston would beat them in a seven game series. I think even Brooklyn with a fully healthy Katie and Kyrie, I think they they give them serious issues. So to answer your question, they're probably at best a second round team, regardless of any moves they might make at the deadline. Hmm. You have to agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. And with the Nets, too, speaking of the Nets, I mean, as long as you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, as long as they're healthy, they're don't a problem. Don't, don't don't forget their third star. Ben Simmons. Nope, nope. <laughs> Mr. Nick Claxton. Oh, Claxton's oh. having a good yeah, year. A breakout season, Nick Claxton. He was a solid pickup on my fantasy team. Oh. Like, I thought it was a throwaway pick. And then next thing you know, he's, like, leading the league in blo- Or no, he's not leading the league in blocks, he's but he's, there. like, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like weird. in the like, running for Defensive Player of the Year. He's just having a great year. Yeah, I mean, like, he was, like, one of those players, too. Like, I thought he could have stayed another season at Georgia. Like, he was a one-and-done. But I think, like, sometimes being a one-and-done and being a bench player when you first come out is not a bad decision. And now you see, you know, this guy's put some more weight on. And, mm-hmm. like you said, his blocking. It's out of this world. And he's a good rebounder, too. I mean, how many points done. is he putting up for you on fantasy? Oh, average 50 a night yeah. right now mm-hmm. in this, like, week span. Yeah, he's doing good. Yeah, I mean, good pickup. And uh, wasn't he talking crap with uh, Montrell's Harrell the other night, too? Dude, there's a lot of guys in the NBA that they talk crap. We, we saw the whole talk about the last podcast, Shen Sharp and the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, come on, yeah. dude. It's it's every week. It's it's the na- They should call it the NDA, the National Drama Association. Forget you got to keep it entertaining somehow. Uh, you, no, you yeah. do. No, you definitely do. I'm just, I just want to throw that out there, though. They should, uh, the same way that in hockey, they allow the people to fight. They should just give them a couple uh, seconds. My boy Jordan Clarkson, he squares up every other game. He's ready uh, to go. <laughs> You know he'd be undefeated, though, Stephen Adams. South oh, oh, yeah. Stephen Adams. It's a wrap. I, 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 I'd run away before I'd fight Stephen Adams. That's a big Adams. dude. That's mm-hmm. a huge dude. James Johnson would be in every starting lineup, though, if, yeah. like, they're allowed fighting. Oh, you okay, about to say uh, fighting, maybe, but not, like, a starting <laughs> lineup. Let's get out of here. Yeah, but, you know, it would be like how the old, uh, the old NHL used to be. Used to roster a player that had hands of stone and couldn't play hockey, but they decided to put him on the roster just so they could take out some players. Well, enforcer. Enforcers, yeah, an enforcer, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have that in basketball, too. I mean, when you think Michael Jordan played, they had, uh, what, Bill Cartwright, Charles Oakley. Like, those were yeah, like, and then the Pistons, enforcers, too, with yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill Ambeer Ambeer, yeah. and uh, Rick Mahorn. The entire roster. Well, the pretty, entire yeah, roster. Yeah, the entire <laughs> roster, pretty much, yeah. I no. mean, it, it caused him so much pain, he couldn't even take Isaiah Thomas on the Dream Team. That's, uh, that's another issue. What? I have a whole issue with that, but that's the, probably a future podcast episode, honestly. Yeah. Since it's my first time on the podcast, I just have to ask you straight out. What's up? Who do you guys think is the GOAT? You can go first. Michael Jordan. Ricky Rubio. Uh, Ricky Rubio. We're going to go a little uh, Darko Milicic. Best player from the 03 draft. Uh, no comments. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely Henry Sims. 
Georgetown grad, played for the Cavaliers. <laughs> Gotta do some Michael K. Gil- Gilchrist in here, too. Yeah. <laughs> in all honesty, no, yeah, I've Michael been Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. for us. How about you guys? Uh, MJ. MJ. Uh, that's so hard to compare. Like, yeah, I mean. The GOAT conversation is, is one that's always going to go back and forth. Once LeBron breaks its record, it's. I don't know. Like right now, it's it's hard for me to say because I didn't grow up watching Jordan. I didn't mm-hmm. grow up watching Kareem. I didn't grow up watching Hakeem. Like, I grew up watching Braun. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. There, there's a lot of good players. It depends on when you grew up and what era they they played in. Yeah, I just think I'm I'm at the play, point now where it's just like I, I'd rather appreciate all these players like for like what they do. They're all great players. At the end of the day, they're all future Hall of Famers. I just – I hate the whole comparing thing because, honestly, we're, we just go in circles at this point. Like, we, we people who are MJ fans, are they're going to say he's the GOAT. You're not going to change their mind. And same thing with uh, LeBron at this point, so – yeah, yeah, LeBron's about to break that record. He's like no, he 150 is. points out. No, he's going to do it pretty, really soon. I mm. think here's the thing. like He's had a lot of, more seasons to do it than Jordan. It's because it, Jordan decided to retire early. Like <laughs> he retired twice. 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 Yeah. But I, I will say like that's a testament to LeBron's durability. Yeah, I say, yeah that's, that's a, it's same like, with uh, Kareem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Kareem. He was, I what, mean, 41 when he retired? Yeah, and he He's played, like, and he played all his. He played like a lot in college too. He wasn't like yeah. a one and done. He actually yeah. played at UCLA. Mm-hmm. He was Lou Alcindor yeah. at UCLA then. Yeah. Well, yeah, know. pretty much before like Milwaukee, he was pretty much Lou, and then after that he was Kareem. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, think about it. Like he he got Milwaukee the championship, him and Oscar Robinson. Yeah. That's their last one. No, it's uh, not. Uh, or no, not go, their last the Giannis one. Yeah, it was the last one until ago. Giannis yeah. won. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of the Bucks, though, what do you guys think about them? Do you guys think that they can win it this year? I, they're personally my favorite still, just because they have Giannis in the lineup. You know, uh, you guys can go first. You're the guest. Chris Middleton has to be healthy. Oh, yeah, I consistent. Agree. I agree. Without without the consistent scorer on the team, like they have all the other pieces, they have their their best player who is dominate. He can take over the game whenever he wants. But then if you don't have that second guy, because they have a solid third guy in Drew Holiday, great defense, just contributes on all parts of the floor potential all-star yeah but chris middleton without him like he's he's got to be consistent especially in like playoff basketball yeah yeah the bucks the, the thing with the bucks this year is, has been all about health and so like especially Giannis this year his knees like you can see they're starting to wear on him he's been in and out of the lineup his field per, field goal percentages percentages are down um but at the end of the day he's still Giannis. And if he mm-hmm. can get through the playoffs, if Middleton and Holiday can get through the playoffs, then they have as much of a chance as anyone else. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, likewise, um, you know, I think this year it's one of those years, like record, like like we saw in the Warriors in past championship seasons. Record's really not going to be a big factor in how they'll fare in the playoffs. I don't think mm-hmm. they can be the fifth seed, the seventh seed. They're going to be a dangerous opponent for whoever they face, as mm-hmm. long as all those guys are healthy. But I do think if Chris Middleton is not healthy. I, I don't see them make, winning a championship this year. They might make a little run, but, I mean, Giannis, I mean, he has a lot on his shoulders, obviously. He, he has been sitting out, but, I mean, he's still, when he's right, he's still arguably the best player in the NBA. So you can't, best like, player in the world. <laughs> you know what I meant. That's, okay, yes, NBA is the best. Yeah, okay. He's the best in the world. Yeah, gotcha. This, this is including the Euro League. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, I messed up there. But um, when he's right, he's the best player in the world. Fixed it for you. Jimmer Fredette's playing in China, so he's I mean, pretty good yeah. in China. Uh, don't forget about Dwight Howard in Thailand. Yeah, oh. I mean, or you remember when Russ Smith was putting up all those numbers? How about Stephon Marbury? He's a legend in China. He's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Late, he, that was like late 30s too. He wasn't young. But um, back to the Bucks though. 
Yeah, they'll, they're they're a solid team. Like that's never been a question. But I, I just think this is Boston's year. It has to be. Like it's either this year or never. I don't think this is like their best chance. I think because I think everyone else in the East is kind of they all have their own flaws. And I think Boston, out of everyone, they're the deepest team. They've been the most healthy for the most part all year, and they've played consistently good all year too. So I think Boston right now they're the odds-on favorite to come out of the East, in my opinion. And plus they have like all the solid guards too. You have Derek White. You literally have Malcolm Brogdon, Brogdon former yeah. Rookie of the Year, Malcolm yeah. Brogdon, and you have Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you have a superstar. And it, I mean, I, you could argue that Brown's a superstar. I'd say all-star, but you get Jason Tatum. That's superstar right there. Mm-hmm. And you got one of the best defensive centers in the league in Robert, Robert Williams. Williams yeah. So I know this is music to Marshall's ears, though. My Celtics, man. It's been a rough couple of years. Ah, they've been good. Ah, I wouldn't say years. rough couple of years. You won't, you won't win made the finals last year. But here's the thing, though. Like... Have you ever come in second in a race? Oh, Based of course. Yeah. I think I would rather get like, you know, like fifth or sixth mm. than be this close and then not get it. Mm. I don't think I don't think they would be as motivated this year if they didn't experience the loss of last year. Facts. Thing this is, is that they they suffered some hard they suffered a hard hard loss against the Cavaliers though in 2018 too, mm-hmm. so they've come close multiple uh, times. Yeah, I mean they've yeah. been in the Eastern Conference Finals for like oh, what, several times, four out of the last Shoot. six or seven years. They made it with Isaiah Thomas as their best player, yeah. so I mean they've they've been knocking on the door. It's just they have to get over that hump, and I think. Yeah. This year, honestly, uh, like Golden State's down, and really the West is really it's really been Denver and Memphis so far. They've been the two best teams consistently. I mean, there's a chance for Boston to really win this year. There really is. Yeah, I will say like, I and there I think there's one thing that holds them back, and that's honestly Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in one aspect. Okay, I would say, and this is arguable, those two can't get a bucket whenever they want. Like, there's players in the league, KD, um, Steph Curry, LeBron, you know, the guys that, like, it doesn't matter what kind of scheme or whatever. You can make it harder for them, but they can't get a bucket whenever they want. And so the thing that really, like, took over that series last year was the Warriors were just like, hey, make them go left. Like, that's it. That's all they did. And so, like, the thing that needs to change in their game is they got to be able to, like – basically dominate in a way that it doesn't matter what you do and if if they can take that step it's like i think they're an unbeatable team in a series i think jason tatum can get a bucket whenever he wants yeah i you know to to marshall's point to to marshall's point though last year if you look at his field goal percentage in the finals compared to the previous three series it's a drastic drop off the, really problem, the problem last year is that they had so many seven-game series. Like mm-hmm. the problem last year was closing out the series. They were up, and they both their series should have been five or six games at most. And so when, yeah. after you played, was it two or three seven-game series in a row, and you're in the finals, and like you played a full season, and like they were tired, they were burnt out. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but if you look at their starting lineup, you have you have all these players like other than Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, no, not even him. Like there's not really a lot of players on this team that have won anything you know what i mean like mm-hmm. in the nba no they're they're weird the celtics this is where i think we can argue about the whole nets trade back way back they really like won that trade like big time i mean you, you got you got at least an all-star you got a superstar player too out of it and like they're still like not even their prime they're like 25 26 years old that's they a crazy thing in that. these players were draft picks from the kevin garnett yes trade paul pierce and 
Run. It's just wild, though. But the Celtics, they're one of those teams. They're they're set to win now, but they're also set to win in the future. Like they can still be good five years from now because yeah. they have those two core yeah. pieces. So speaking of the Nets, though, they actually the the pick that they traded Gerald Wallace for ended up being Damian Lillard. Hey, that's true to the Trailblazers, and they also traded mm-hmm. a random second round pick for uh, Troy Murphy, and that ended up being Draymond Green. So you know, it's it's one of those things. And they, they missed out on oh. Jason Tatum yeah. and Jalen Brown. Speaking of uh, all these trades. That's probably a perfect segue. Yeah, yeah we, we really get into some. Get into it. <laughs> let's, let's do it. So I, I've got a good warm up one, and this is like, this has been talked about since before the season started with the whole blow up of the Lakers last year. So you guys have heard this before, probably. Pacers, Lakers, oh. Russell Westbrook for Miles Turner, Buddy Heald. Couple first round picks. We don't really need to talk about those. Russell I mean, Westbrook those are the, the main Pacers. the main bring back from the from the trades. Yeah, that's that's the main thing that they want. I don't but think if they the do. But the Lakers get for the Pacers, that's obviously like a lose situation. Yeah, right, where you, they get some yeah. picks for you know, it's a future setup kind of trade. You get some Russell Westbrook, some entertainment. But the real thing that needs to be talked about is if the Lakers get Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, does that change, you know, their their destination? Uh, for the playoffs, it, well, it gives him a shooter and Buddy Heald. I mean, he's a knockdown guy. So, I mean, he was a knockdown guy to Oklahoma, knockdown guy mm-hmm. for Sacramento, for New Orleans, whoever it may be. So, I, I definitely think that that would definitely help out the Lakers. And plus, you get Miles Turner too. Defensively, mm-hmm. he's really, like elite. Yeah, he's this, he actually plays games. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I just can't say that about many guys nowadays. It was another story too. This has been, you know, like you said, one of the most talked about trades since. The preseason, and I don't think it, it, it happens. One, because Turner, Indiana has been playing way above they were projected. Yeah, they're, they're, now, they're in a playing spot right Tyrese now. Tyrese has mm-hmm. been injured, so when he gets back, hopefully they, they get back on mm-hmm. track. But Turner's been playing really well this year. He's he's more likely going to sign an extension rather than get traded. Yeah. Um, but also, like we've also seen AD has played best this year at the center spot. Mm-hmm. And so why bring in another big man in Turner and move AD to the four when he's been thriving at the at the five? Yeah, I'm just the trade. Like, I, it just doesn't really make sense for me for Indiana. I know that you get the draft picks, but you're talking 2026, 20, 2027 first round picks. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Lakers probably would be trash still at that point, but like, they could be frowning. They could be good. They could have like a super team again. So, like, you don't really know. Mm-hmm. That could turn like a pick 25. And at that point, you can still get value. Like, that's as you alluded with the Nets trades, but like, it's, I just think you keep Turner. I think you keep healed this year, or if not, find some other guys to trade with for in, on Indiana's roster. Maybe like a TJ McCollum or something. I don't know, but like yeah. Russell Westbrook's contract too. He's like getting paid forty mil. That's I wouldn't eat that. It's, it's really expensive for a guy, it's a sixth man, not even a starter, a yeah. sixth man. So I, I don't know about that trade, honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So this is a, a good warm up trade. I'm going to start with the feel good trade. Okay. That I think makes sense for both teams. So we've heard that Caruso has been on the on the trading block. A lot of teams are interested in him. Mm-hmm. So Alex Caruso and Andre Drummond hmm. gets traded to the Knicks, and the Chicago Bulls gets their hometown hero Derrick Rose mm. and a first round pick. Oh boy, mm. oh, that's oh the first round pick for Drummond and Caruso. 
That's the the Bulls are asking for a first for Caruso. That's that. That's insane. That what they're saying is they're asking price. Are, are they? They must I be high on drugs or so. You, yeah, for first I'd rounder, pay. maybe Levine or DeRozan, but Alex Caruso, you'd be lucky to get a second round pick. Yeah, I mean, that's no disrespect. He's, he's a good player, he's a good role player, but like a draft pick for Alex Caruso and Andre Drug. Come on, no. I think Chicago realizes, hey, we're not we're not going anywhere. So this is included in some other trades, like. They maybe move on their stars. And so this is a fringe trade where they bring back uh, someone who's going to fill the seats in Rose, Rose back in Chicago, and they recoup some draft capital in that pick. I will say, I mean, I think it helps the Knicks out if they do get Alex Caruso oh, and Andre Drummond, though. But at the cost well, of Especially with Mitchell Robinson. Right? But, yeah, I don't know if they do a first out of it, though. You know no. what I mean? Like Maybe, maybe if it was Levine or DeRozan, the first would make a lot more sense. <laughs> we have to think about uh, DeJounte got three. Gobert got four or five. They're not going to get one for Levine, which is nuts. The the Gobert trade that was that that, that's a bad trade. Looking back, I think I I don't remember. I remember we talked about that trade on our podcast. I think I said that was a good trade. It's not a good trade now. It's that's it's still early, right? No, it's it's been been a bad bad. So far, he's 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 already peaked as a player. It's yeah, he's 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 past his prime. Thirty can't even post up Schroeder. yeah, I mean, good, still a good player defensively. We know he can bring, but pff, so mean, if you're Chicago or New York, do you do you deny that trade or do you accept it? Uh, you have to deny that. I mean, I mean, yeah, sure, the Knicks get better, but if it's for you know, it's a first round pick, I, I, I think that just is crazy. Like, for the, and that, but the thing is that that would be a, such a Knicks thing to do. They would give up a first round pick for two role players in their at this point in their careers. It would be a Knicks thing, but I think you you just can't do that. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, I agree. I agree with what you said practically. Okay. Do you guys have another one you want to try? Or I, do I do have one. So I, I did one for OG and Anobi to the Cavs. <laughs> okay. And it was uh, Osman, Okoro, and rather one or two for picks, first-round picks. Osman and Okoro for no, you said yeah, first-round pick. Say that one more time. So OG goes to the Cavs, and then it's going to be Osman and Okoro, and rather one or two first-round picks. Well, the Raptors said that they want multiple first and a young guy for Anobi. Well, you so you get the two first and a Coro. Mm-hmm. So I think two first, two first and Osman and a Coro. But here's the thing: if you get that though, those two first round picks are going to be late. They are that. Late they picks. that. But yeah. I think one one isn't enough. What's that? One first rounder is not. They want two. Yeah, that's what Gabe was saying. So I put. That's yeah. why I put one slash two. There was there was uh, some talks. Now I forgot who it was reported by. That they were offered three first round picks for Anobi and they denied it. What? Oh, that's from who? I don't know. So I don't know how accurate that is. But they, they they clearly think highly of him. They declined that trade. He was a DPOY candidate. Now he did no, just get injured. He's a good player. Like that's that's he's a really good player. He's averaging sixteen on on forty six percent shooting. Like that's that's those are good numbers. But like, I that's a first round pick though. That's I watched him get hurt live. Who OG? We were watching <sighs> last yesterday in the game. Oh, you got hurt. You just got hurt yesterday. Okay. Yeah, he did. He just he... sprained his wrist. Uh-huh. Oh, it looked shoot. bad. It looked like it broke, but they're just saying it's a sprain. Oh, fun fact, by the way. Speaking of the Raptors and Cavs, I was at the game where Serge Ibaka and Marquise Chris got into that big fight. I don't remember oh, that. Yeah. You don't remember that? That was pretty funny. Interesting. Yeah. Marquise Chris. So I, I think that the Raptors would deny that because they can get more yeah. for OG. Yeah. Yeah, at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah, I, I, would, I would decline that trade, too, in a heartbeat, honestly. If, if I was the Cavs, I... I would do it if I was the Raptors. No, 
Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I think just like the, do ca- the so, oh, go, go ahead, no, go ahead. Go, you do the Cavs have the two first to trade after that D Mitch trade? Let's say they yeah. they do. They have one swap with the, theirs, and then they have their own twenty twenty five pick still. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say for the Cavs, like just in general, I think this is the year. You know, they, they traded for Mitchell this year. Obviously, I don't think I wouldn't rush into into trying to do another trade this year. I, I would just see how this year plays out. Your team's clearly going to be a playoff team as long as they stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think run, run the table this year and see how far you get. I think they could be if, – if if the chips fall in their favor, I do think their peak or ceiling is is a, a conference cha- uh, conference appearance, conference finals. I do think they're that good. But at the same time, we've seen them. They just they had a bad loss yesterday. And they, they, that's – they're kind of, they've kind of been inconsistent. And I understand that they've had guys in and out of the lineup too, so I don't want to put too much stock into it. But I think this year for the Cavs, just see how far you get. And then if you want to go in the, the next offseason and try to get a, another impact player and really try to build a championship team legitimately, I think that's what you do. I don't even think you can try to trade anyone for yeah. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I do think, though, like – Isaac Okor, though, could be a good player one day. Because I know. He's, he's definitely really good defensive. Mm-hmm. He's a really good defensive. Offensively, that's, that's the concern for him. He's not consistent from well, three. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. how OG started, too. So That's true. I mean, he, was, uh, he would, wasn't in Indiana long, came into the league. I mean, he was another player that when he first got here, it wasn't, you know, sunshines and rainbows when he first got here. So, But, hey, you know, you're seeing it with a lot of players that are now – Starting to come in and start break their shy, like we mentioned, Nick Claxton earlier, oh, and sure. uh, Anthony Simons as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, next right. trade. Do you guys want a fringe small trade, a medium trade, or a, a big trade? Big trade. Yeah, let's go trade. big. Big yeah. trade. All right. We get my boy in Dallas some help. Okay. Luca gets another star to partner with him. Hmm. The Chicago Bulls. There's a lot of Bulls trade. The Chicago Bulls send Zach Levine to the Mavericks. Hmm. Okay. For three firsts, hmm. a 2025 unprotected, a 2027 top eight protected, a 2029 lottery protected, <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr., and for salary filler, Davis Bertans. Wow. And you get Zach Levine for five years. Five years. Oh. Uh, is Zach Levine that guy? Luca is that guy. I oh that was he that second star. I he's a really good player. He's an all star player, but like <laughs> that's a lot for a guy that's all. I think he's already peaked as a player too. He's still very good, but I think he's already peaked. You'd be running with the lineup of Luca, Dinwiddie, Levine, whoever you want in the four, and Christian Wood. I'd do it. Honestly, for the Mavericks. Honestly, I think Dallas. It's a pretty good lineup. I I, honest. I I think I don't like the trade, but I think if you're Dallas, looking from Dallas' perspective, I think if you're trying to go all in, I think that makes a lot of sense. I do. But I would not give up that many for a draft. I would not do that. But at the same time, if Dallas is a playoff team every year, those picks aren't going to be as high. So at the same time. And you got to remember, once again, Jean-Té got three. I, I understand that. Jean-Té is a lot younger, too, though. I, 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 have, I have my thoughts on this, too, though. It's like right now the Dallas Mavericks picks, they're not a lottery team. No. Their mm-hmm. picks aren't even like crazy. Like what's the word? They're well, not they'll like, be in the 20 to 25 range pretty much every year. Get rid of them. Get Levine. Here's the thing. Luke is going to get his bread eventually. So you might as well put people around him. You don't want what happened with LeBron where he left out. 
Yeah. Here's the thing. You need to build around Luca now, or he's eventually going to get fed up. So my thing is, go in, get Zach Levine. I know he might be at his peak, but here's the thing. He's still one of the better players in the game we have. He's been very explosive going in the hole right now. And plus, like him playing with Luka Doncic being a second option with him, I, I'd do it. I'd pull the trigger on yeah, it. Yeah, I think the reason why I'm a bit hesitant on Levine is because he, he also has a injury history. He's not the healthiest guy either. Yeah. But I, I was going to say, I think I kind of mentioned the last time we were on with you, uh, I would actually try to go after Anthony Davis if I were the Mavericks. I think he would fit a lot better. I mean, he, he has the scoring, obviously. The rebounding is another big, and he provides defense when he's healthy. But once again, the big issue, he's never healthy either. So it's just like you have to – it's just one of those things. Dallas does at some point. They do have to get that second star. Like, they really do. I just don't mm-hmm. – like you said, the Levine, I think that, that would make some sense. Um, my thing is he's kind of one-dimensional. Like, scoring is really his, his go-to. And there's not, nothing wrong with that. But it's just, like, defensively iffy. Mm-hmm. Um, not really an, a, a playmaker as far as assist and rebounding goes. But, I mean, like you said, though, I mean, just even an all-star, like a legitimate all-star with Luka, that would do wonders for the Mavericks. What do you think, there. Marshall? I, I just think there's someone better out there for Luka than Zach Levine. Like Fred Van Vliet? <sighs> Van Vliet next to Luka? Uh-huh. You know who I would love to see next to Luca? Zion Williamson. That it's not. That happen. would. It's not going to happen. No, but uh, no it would be nice. Nice. He just signed that massive contract extension. Zion. I would love to see it. So, yay or nay, Tony? Do you do that trade? I do that trade if I'm the Mavericks. Yeah. Justin, yay or nay? Yeah, I would do that trade. Marshall, I, I would do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You guys want a, a big shakeup, medium or small? I do want to say one thing, though. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, I think Fred Van Vliet would be a perfect fit on the Nuggets right now. You said Nuggets. But they, the Nuggets are so good already. They have they Jamal really running the point. Yeah, I don't like, know. I but the, here's the would thing, Would you rather though. have Jamal or Fred? But yeah, Jamal's but, also significantly younger, too. But here's the, here's the thing with this, though. You, you could use Fred Van Vliet somewhere to how the Raptors used them. And if you think about it, when Memphis is fully healthy... And when Noah comes, when New Orleans has a fully healthy mm-hmm. team, it's a wide open. And Sacramento's having a good team. Yeah. I think they need another piece still. I mean, Denver. because here's the thing: Michael Porter Jr. just missed the last two games. Jokic has been off and on the past couple games. They're not fully healthy. I think they need another piece. No, they definitely do. It's just uh, Van Van Vliet. I think that would make a little sense, I guess, because he can score too. I mean, he's I I have him on fantasy, so I know like he's he, he's got me a lot of points here recently. So I, you know, he's a good player. Like, don't don't get, don't get it twisted. He's definitely a good player. An underdog his whole career too. No, came out non power five, State. second Wichita round State, pick yeah. from Wichita State. Like, yeah, no, he's a solid player. He's yeah. just a solid it's player. that Toronto development team over there. They, they, it is. They develop a lot of good Pascal players. Pascal Siakam, twenty seventh overall pick from New Mexico State. It's yeah. their whole team. Like, OG and Obi wasn't a big pick either. Mm-hmm. Their whole team was a lot of their even players. Kawhi Leonard. Even Kawhi Leonard when he was there, like. For San, out of San Diego State, that's yeah. non-power five. No, they, they've homegrown a lot of their players, and he, even Kyle Lowry. I mean, they, yeah. they got basically got him like a, not like a throwaway trade, but he wasn't like highly thought of when they got him. He was just like a okay player from Houston. Yeah. McDonald's every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Inspirational. You know who else did? Mario Lemieux would eat McDonald's every day too, and and I think Shaq did too. Yeah, not surprised. <sighs> How would Shaq do in today's NBA? By the way, I think he'd be he dominant. Probably oh, dominate. Dominate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not even a question. I mean, I, like, you would run a lot of the stretch fours and fives, like, 
you know, on the three-point line with him just to get him out of the paint. Because a lot of those guys can shoot. Oh, and yeah. so, like, that's your – you have to play that way against Shaq where, like, you've got to spread the floor. Gets, you know, like a Brooke Lopez. He's out there on the line the whole game. He is. So that, that's, like, a factor. But if it's in the paint, it's nobody could touch Shaq. Joel Embiid, no. Anthony Davis, no. It's, it's Rudy we- Gobert, oh, my God. Gosh, I'd oh, love to see that. Sh- it's really weird, though, because, there. like, Brooke Lopez that used to be a post guy for the Nets. That's yeah. it. Yep. He was never a three-point shooter, and now that's all he does. But like, I've never it, seen yeah. someone adjust to the to a new game like him. But, but that's the thing, though. If you, like, that's, that's why guys like Jaleel Okafor didn't work. That's why Dwight Howard, I think, kind of just, like, Evaporated as far as production. I'm sorry, but no, it's no. Listen, no. So much hope for him. No, listen. When he came out, I I thought he was going to be a solid player. But Greg Monroe too. He was dominant. But he came along when Steph Curry started to get going. Like as far as his career goes, and after that, center started shooting threes. The big guy started shooting threes, and. Jaleel Okafor never really adapted, and he just got lost. Now, if he came out in 2005, he would be a stud. I would have no doubts. I think Jaleel would be a stud, but it was a different game by the time he got there. And he just – he had a good first – he had an okay first year in Philly, but after that he just never really found his footing. Yeah. And he's like – I think he's on a, on a G League team now. So. That's so sad. And he's, not, he's, not even, he's like 27 years old. He's like not even old. He's so good. He's a rookie in like 2015. Yeah. So I remember seeing Pitt play Duke all the time when – Julie looking for was there, so it's no, like. That's... All right, I got another trade for you guys. Okay. So the Warriors, I mean the Warriors, the Wizards just sent Riri Hachimura yeah. to uh, the Lakers yep. in hopes for extending Kyle Kuzma. In this scenario, Kuzma goes, opts out of his contract, goes to get the bag, and tells the Wizards front office, "Sorry, I'm not coming back." So they decide to trade him. Mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma goes to the Sacramento Kings. And in return, they get Malik Monk and a young prospect in Davion Mitchell. <sighs> the real I would D. Do Mitchell. That. For who? Kyle hey. Kuzma. I would do for Malik Monk and uh, Davion Mitchell. I would do that. Call me crazy, but Davion Mitchell, he's going to. I, I, I like him a lot. He's a slow start. I, I mean, like him, but I, he's barely in the rotation. He's about to say. I um I think that has to do with um the I I think you have to wait though a little bit for Mitchell though because he was he didn't play all his years. Davion Mitchell though defensively when he is out there oh, he's, he's locked down. Oh, he definitely is. I just I don't know because but like if you said the, if you're the Kings and you're really trying to make a run this year, would you rather have Kuz? They're, they're third they're place in the West right now. What? When did that happen? Dude, the third we- place the in the West. Did I fall asleep? <laughs> no, the, the West is like, they're like real. Like, yeah, the Kings like, have been killing wait, it. Wait, what? They, they have no, a top rated been, offense in the league. Yeah, they've been really good. Yeah. Bro, that's just, that just speaks for like their history. No, yeah. Like, I, mean, I just haven't even looked at that. Yeah, they've been yeah. doing really well. Hold so on, the Kings, they're, 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 right, they're, they're not contenders. But if you want to get into that realm, I mean, Kuz is a stud. Oh, he's had a really good year. Bro, what? There's a thing. 27 and 20? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Here's the thing. I, I think, like you said, Sacramento, they haven't been in the playoffs for, like, 15 years. They, they they need some juice. And, like, I do think they could be a playoff team this year. But I think Kuzma, he'll get you 20 points a game. And you add that to your team, I, I think. To the top-rated offense already. Uh, that's what you have. DeMontis Sabonis has had a great year. Once again, he's on my fantasy team. I know that. Uh, De'Aaron Fox. I hate your fantasy team, by the way. 
uh, I don't. I, I I can see why. Um, De'Aaron Fox, another stud. I mean, they they have a good team. Kevin Herter from the Hawks, my guy. Vanilla. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just joking. Uh, Kevin Herter had a salt averaging 16 points on my fantasy team. Know that uh, well too. So they have a good they have a good salt squad. I think Kuzma. Well, I don't think he he was not going to be like their end game piece. They're not going to win a championship. They might be a first second round team at best. Yeah. But I mean, if you're a team, like think think of it for baseball real quick. Pirates fans, like we, anything, just getting into the playoffs is a miracle in itself. And I think for the Kings fans, just getting into the playoffs, just getting a little taste, regardless of who they play in the first round, I think that would be, do a lot of favor, uh, wonders, honestly. So I would do the trade. Yeah. I'd, I'd think about it a little bit more. I I'd have to sleep on it. If I'm the right. Kings, that's a no-brainer. All right, Marshall, yay or nay? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely yeah. Justin, yeah? Yes, sir. I mean, the only thing that is, the thing is, like, De'Aaron Fox is their starting point guard, but I'm just thinking about, like, Davion Mitchell. I think he's going to be a solid backup player. I think player. Davion Mitchell is in the same um, situation as Tyrese. As in, he's a really good player. Mm-hmm. He needs to go somewhere else to shine. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think that I think it's a fair trade. I mean, Washington, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. So you, you have a young guy you can build around, see what he has, like, as offers to the table. And then, you know, Malik Monk's more of a throwaway piece at this point. He's not going to be a long-term uh, answer in Washington. But, like, you know, the the, uh, the Kings, they get a guy that's a proven veteran who can score. And at, when he's right, he can score 40 points. I mean, any, any given night. We've seen that when he was the Lakers, too, and the Wizards. So I think that's a no-brainer, honestly. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think about it. I'm just thinking about, like, you're taking a scoring option away from with Monk, and you're taking – I don't know. I just think right now the Kings are clicking, and I don't – I think, like, they could use another move. I, I, I'd i have to think about it a little bit more. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. All right, this is another mid-tier trade. But we all know the Hornets. They have like oh, the third worst yeah, record in the league. They're sellers. They like, should trade Mason Plumley, honestly. Well, they probably should. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> Mason Plumley and PJ Washington mm. to the Warriors. Warriors. Interesting. Okay. For James Wiseman, James Wiseman and Moses Moody. And then Whoa. this is the part that I had a problem with is like, because there's going to be some pick swaps there. Who gives the picks? Is it the Warriors or the Hornets? I think uh, if if the Warriors are giving up picks and they give up, give up a first, if the Hornets are giving up piss, picks and they give up two seconds, and so the idea is you you rebuild right. You get a, get off of the contracts of Plumlee's a sell high right now. He's been playing mm-hmm. the best he has in the last few years. PJ Washington, he's a really good young piece, but he's a restricted free agent. Do you want to resign him? And you get back two prospects. In uh, James Wiseman, who hasn't played the best, needs a new surrounding to just thrive. And then Moses Moody, who's another young prospect um, who's a shooting guard. So you have a young core that you're trying to build around of Ball, Wiseman, and Moody that you can try to develop. That's uh, that's actually an interesting trade. I mean, I don't know. As far I don't know if Golden State so far. I don't know if Golden State would be willing, willing to part ways with those two guys, but at the same time, if you're trying to win now, mm-hmm. I think plus they don't play a lot either. Uh so that I think that would make yeah. some sense, honestly. I think you think the Hornets talk about a team that's mailed it in this year. I mean, my gosh, they should be a lot better than eleven to thirty four. I mean, I'm sorry. This happens when you take you I, have I know, a twenty point score. I know the Mel's been hurt most of the year, but like seriously, they should be. But Miles Bridges, like as soon as he did I mean, back. like yeah. it, 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 it just reeks yeah, it just reeks of tanking yeah. for Victor. I mean, that's what it really does. Like, let's be real about it. Yeah. But I mean, I think if you rebuild, I think the thing is you don't want to uh, 
uh, pee off Lamelo Ball because if he leaves, then you're like really screwed. Well, he he has his team option for the next two years, okay. and then he's a restricted free agent, yeah. and so he's not going anywhere, even if he wants to for okay. the next four or five years. Here's but the thing: that if I'm if I'm the Hornets, though, I'm definitely taking that trade. Oh no, for sure. And I'll 100%. tell you why: because like James Wiseman is not even 22 yet. They're, like they're, Moody's not even 22 either. I don't even think. And here's the thing: like you're getting rid of like Mason Plumlee. It, it almost reminds me kind of like. Of like an Adam Frazier, he was playing his best baseball whenever they sent him to the oh, Padres. Gosh. What Mason Plumlee's playing the best basketball of his career. I mean, he was he was all he's always been a solid center for the Nets, you know, for you know the Nuggets, whoever it may be. But he's having prob- arguably his best season right now. So yes, go ahead, trade him all he's good. And for the Warriors, it's a good trade for now, honestly. I just don't know if I'd give up James Wiseman yet, though. That's yeah. what do you think, Marshall? I I like this trade a lot. Um, you've got max max three years left with Steph Clay and Draymond playing at a competitive level. Yeah. I think Steph will play, you know, at a high level longer than the other two, mm-hmm. just because of injury history. And then Draymond is, you know, he's Draymond. Um, and so if you get a piece in Mason Plumlee now, I think you can win. I think that could turn their season around to make them consistent. I mean, the West is so tight. Like, it's like a four-game spread from 3 to 13. Exactly, yeah. And so, like, they need every little piece they can get. And, you know, they they don't have much time left. I know they're building for the future around, like, Jordan Poole and and Wiggs and and all them. But this this has been my favorite trade to talk about so far. I think it's... Yeah. A really good trade for both teams, honestly. I think it helps out both, yeah. <laughs> it does. I think the the Horns, they're, they need some new like young talent, too. Yeah. You know, especially since you lost Miles Bridges. And then the Warriors, you're not giving up your entire future. Like, you still have some pieces left over. And, like, at the same time, you get... And you're hoping that, like, the, if you're trading first. for P.J. Washington, you have to re-sign him. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. No, yeah, for sure. For sure, no. So, I mean, Question. What position does uh, Victor play? Is he a four? He's a four or he, five. Yeah, since he's seven four, I guess you had kind of have to put him at the five. But it's almost like a Shet Holmgren thing, where like mm-hmm. even though he's a center, he kind of can do it all. Or you like Laurie, I mean? you know, mm-hmm. he's seven foot tall and he plays a three or four. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm just looking. He, they, they're just really hyping him up to be like this next great player, and I, and I just think he's, we've seen with the Spurs, the Rockets, the Horns. I just think they're all mailing it in, honestly. Like, it's it, the Rockets, they're another team, just real quick. I know they're rebuilding, but I think they should be a lot better, honestly. They, they have too many young pieces to be this bad. They really do. They got no leadership. I mean, besides well, Eric Gordon, he's not uh, you know, He's not your leader. That should be a guy. Yeah. He should be traded, too, honestly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why he's still there. That's another issue. All right, another trade that I think would help out both sides. The Los Angeles Clippers. Their two biggest needs right now are a ball distributor at the at the one, and a backup big. Mm-hmm. So the Los Angeles Clippers get both of those in Robin Lopez, Ricky Rubio, and then Dylan Winder to, to max, ma- match the salary from Cleveland. And in return, the Cleveland Cavaliers, their, their, their biggest need right now is a wing. So they get Robert Covington and two second round picks. And they're getting rid of Winlet. Who are the other players? They get rid of, oh, this one hurts me, Ricky Rebuild, Robin Lopez, and Dylan Windler. For 
for Robin, Covington, Covington, and two second round picks. I did if I were the Cavs. Yeah, I would do that. I mean. Yeah, Rob Rocco, my boy Rocco. He's a Rocco, Tennessee State. You know, small college guy right there. Yeah, give me Rocco because the thing is, like, he could shoot. He's been on. I mean, he's a veteran player. He's been on, you know, the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. He's been on the Sixers. He's been on the Timberwolves. Like all these teams, you got a veteran player. He and he could shoot too. Yeah, they need another wing shooter as well. So you would have a starting lineup of Garland, Mitchell, Covington, Mobley, and Allen. Give me that trade. Jeez. Yeah, I, I love I love Rubio. You know, he's a great great guy to take off the bench. But you need to really bolster that small forward position. I did. Yeah, it's uh, it's no brainer to me, honestly. And plus, you're getting rid of Dylan Windler. I mean, he he could potentially still become a good basketball player. So it's not like you're getting rid of nothing. It's at, it's at least a solid even trade, I'd say. Yeah. Because Ro- Robert Covington, I think he, I mean, he's he's probably peaked already. So it's like oh, yeah, he's thirty two. Yeah, yeah you're getting you're, but he signed for two years, so you at least kind of have that window where you can really make a push. Yeah, yeah. I definitely did if I were Cleveland. Fair enough. Yo. So I got three. Okay. Three trades. We're going to do rapid fire with them. Most mm-hmm. good. They all center around the man with the greatest hit song after his name of all time, Mo Bamba. All right. We're just going to do rapid fire. Answer if this is a good trade. Right. You ready? The Magic get Joe Harris, Dayron Sharp, two second round picks. The Nets get Terrence Ross and Mo Bamba. Yay or nay? For the Nets, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yes. yeah. yeah. What do you think, Gabe? Yeah, I think so. The ma- the Magic have such a, a, a pile-up in their front court that to get rid of Mobamba, I don't think it's, it hurts. So, yeah. Mm. You ready for the second one? Warriors get Mobamba. I just love looking at his picture. The Magic get James Wiseman and Ryan Rollins. I would I wouldn't do that one if I'm the Magic just because like I said you already have so many front court players and people you're trying to develop, so I would uh, I would I wouldn't do that if I'm the Magic. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in the same boat. You know, you're, you're you think you should do the trade? No, with uh, with Gabe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about that one. I'm gonna say no. All right, the third and final Mo Bamba trade. All right, Clippers get Mo Bamba. Okay. Bucks get Robert Covington. The Magic get George Hill and Grayson Allen. Magic get George Hill and Grayson Allen. Hmm. The Magic have so many guards already. But the thing is, they have a ton, ton of set, like front court play, pieces like Wendell Carter and Mobamba, though, too. And they have uh, Moritz Wagner as well. Oh. Mm. I, I think I must lean no on that one. So yeah, I, would, I wouldn't take that one either. Even if the Clippers get Mobamba. Yeah, and the I Bucks think get Robert Covington. I think Bamba to the Clippers and Covington to the Bucks is nice, but I don't yeah. think the Magic would agree to that. No, not for yeah. To, no. For I mean, you're young. Why would you take on Grant Hills, who's super old, and then who was the other person? Um, Grayson, Grayson Allen. Allen. Yeah, I who's mean, okay, but he's, yeah, he's come on. He's an enforcer. He is. He's an enforcer. That's one, one would describe him. Yeah, those are those are my three. Those are literally all the trades I came prepared with. So okay. Shoot. I have also rapid fire. Okay, let's go. They're not surrounded against around Mobamba. All right. Four trades surrounded around John Collins. Oh, here we go. Interesting. Here we go. I'm going to start off. Uh, let's start off with 
maybe my least favorite one. Okay. My least favorite trade. I made this and I was like, this is really good. And then I look back on it. And I was like, this is not really good. All right. The Magic get John Collins. The mm. Hawks get Terrence Ross, Terrence Ross, Marshall's boy Mo Bamba, young guard Cole Anthony, and two second round picks. I thought you said that these trades didn't center around Mo Bamba, <laughs> but it sounds like they do. Can you repeat it one more time for me? I go. The Magic. Oh, get dang. John Collins, a young the Hawks. <laughs> Where's Ollie? Oh, like my brother Mo. <laughs> oh, the Hawks get Terrence Ross, who's a salary filler, but a good guard. They get Mo Bamba, a young center, Cole Anthony, a young guard, and two second round picks. And the Magic get. John Collins. If I'm the Hawks, I'm pulling that. Yeah. But if Facts. I'm the if but if I'm the Hawks, I don't wait, if I'm the Hawks, I'm pulling that. If I'm the Magic, I just think that might be a little much for for just I mean John Collins is good, but I, you would have him for four years. Wait, who's the three players they get? Mill Bomba, Cole mm. Anthony and who? Ross. I would do that. I mean Cole Anthony's not healthy. He's very rarely healthy. He's a good player. Mill Bamba. He's still young, though, too, though. He is, he's, but... He's, like, 21, 22, but he's very up and down. Yeah. Mill Bamba, it's kind of like, you know, you have a lot of guys in the kitchen now with the Magic, and then, you know, you mentioned the third guy. Yeah, I would do that. John Collins is, like, a borderline all-star, I think. I think he, he averaged would, 20 and 10 a couple of years. Yeah, so he, he, would, he would definitely add juice to the Magic. I think that would take him yeah. to maybe, like, a borderline playing spot at that point. So, I mean, you know, the Magic, they're kind of weird, too. They have a lot of young players on that roster, but they just... They're still like they're a little better this year, but they're still not good. So they got a young, lot of young pieces, and they've had yeah. points in the season where they've gone on hot streak. They beat Boston three times. No, they're, they yeah. they they have talent. They're, that's yeah. that talent's not the issue. It's just youth. Yeah, but John Collins is a little bit older. He could he be is. a veteran. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to to play with Trey anymore. He could step into more of a leadership role. Mm -hmm. So I think it'd be interesting. All right, here's the next one. I do that. John Collins. We're gonna rapid fire these oh, three, straight up one for one. Draymond Green for John Collins. No. No. Are you serious? I would not. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be dumb. Is Draymond Green's I would th Here's the thing. I, I, for, for the Magic, though, like that trade before, yeah. If I, I'm just thinking about that trade. Yeah, John Collins is good, but I, I just think, I don't know. I have high hopes for Cole Anthony still. Let me ask you this real quick. Is Cole Anthony going to be a superstar or even no. an all-star? You, you never cool. know. Probably not. You never know. He could be a I, good I player. So. He's not going to be a superstar. He may have a all-star season. Yep. Yeah, he can be solid. I'd rather have John Collins. But you're you're also getting rid of Mil Bamba too. And what was well, the I other mean, player too? Terrence Ross, who's old. And Terrence, but he I could shoot the lights out. Collins. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think, but here's the thing: like John Collins has been injured a lot this year too. So I mean, it just. Well, I, I don't Cole know. Anthony's barely plays either. Like when he when he he, he plays. Pretty consistently. But At least this season. More. Yeah, well, he has. The past couple years, he's barely played. And it, when he plays, he's very good, but he doesn't. He, you know. So you would say no, Tony? I would say, yeah. Okay, no, that's fair. Would, that's fair. fair. You're, not, you're John, not the John GM, Collins, but that's John fair. Collins isn't worth those three players. 20 and 10. Because John Collins. I, I, yeah, but I, but here's the thing. It's Mo Bamba and... But you still you're have... Getting both, too. You still have Jonathan Isaac. Bro, you still have Wendell Carter Jr. You still have Mo Wagner. Like, those are three big men right there. 
Not to mention all the other guys. I mean, Paul Benchera, for gosh. Yeah, it's... but he's and a forward, you're... though. Well, I'm just saying guys you have on the roster. Like, it's it, it wouldn't kill him if they got rid of those three But guys. you would have a surplus at that position, then, like the You already do four. have a surplus. I mean, regardless, the Magic have a bunch of surplus everywhere you look anyway, so. They just don't have wings. Accurate. They have bigs and yeah. guards. But yeah. I, that's why I don't think they need John Collins. Because okay, he can't, right, he can't shoot at anywhere outside of 15 feet. Okay. So, I mean. The Hawks receive. Hmm. Ben Simmons. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the Nets, right? The, the Nets, they give up on Ben Simmons, and in return, they get John Collins, a backup big in Frank Kaminsky, and salary cap filler in Justin Holiday. Absolutely not. If I were the Hawks, I would decline that trade. What was the trade yeah. again? The what? Hawks get Ben Simmons, and the Nets receive Justin Holiday, Frank Kaminsky, and John Collins. Decline that trade. I would. Yeah, what would they do, Run. I ben at the, the three. Yeah, we'll the Hawks. At the I mean, a uh, pick and roll between Trey Young and Ben Simmons would be nice. You know, that, that's that's yeah, that's, 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 that's all be that's, deadly. That's good. That's all good and dandy. But Ben Simmons, if you can't score zero points, you know, twenty five minutes in, I, I don't want to. I don't want you. I'm sorry. I but really you get right. Okay, Atlanta has one of the worst defenses in the league. You get defense. He's a much ben better Simmons. defender than John Collins. No, he is. That is mm-hmm. true. You get defense, and you don't need him to score when you have Trey Young, Dejounte Murray. Who are going to be the primary ball handler? So you take the ball out of Ben Simmons' hands, you use him as a defensive piece, use him to get boards, to distribute when he needs to, and you use him uh, in a role that suits him, not as a scorer. I, but I, he has that in Brooklyn, and he's still like. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say he has a role as a scorer in Brooklyn with Katie and. That's what he's saying. Kyrie Irving. Not, but what I'm Irving. saying is, like, he just outlined what he thinks he should be in Atlanta. He, he's supposed to be that in Brooklyn, and he's not, he's not even doing that well. I mean, yeah, you're right, but I just think that like a change of scenery would definitely help too. How many changes of scenery? Second change of scenery. I mean, he's he went from Philadelphia. I mean, like at at some. I have a question though. How big's New York? I understand it's a very big city, but if you're thinking of a change of scenery, the last place you want to go is to New York City. Yeah, but at the same, this isn't the Knicks. This is the Nets. It doesn't matter. The Nets are big. They're big okay, still. Okay, but like you have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and you're. I mean, Brooklyn's oh, like. Listen, if if you can't, it's one of those things. You you gotta figure it out, man. Like I I I'm a Ben Simmons guy. I defended him. I like him. I like, I like him. like him too. I don't think he's a terrible person. I defend him in Philadelphia when, in that Hawk series. But at some point, man, like imagine like, the Hawk series, and then you go to the Hawks. That'd be crazy. That would. That would be wild. Yeah, your name, Marshall Bruce. What do you say? Uh, no, no, yeah, that I doesn't wouldn't make do sense. It. Nobody, I, I nobody just, does no. it. Okay, last John Collins trade. This is my favorite one. The Hawks receive for salary filler, salary match, Duncan Robinson, Max Struess, and the real piece that they get is a young prospect in Nikola Jovic, and the first round top three protected 2028 pick. And the Heat received John Collins. That's a pretty fair deal. Yeah, I think I'd do that. So the Heat would run uh, Kyle Lowry, Gabe Vincent, or Victor Oladipo, Jimmy Butler, John Collins, and Bam Adebayo. I'd do that if I were the Heat. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually an interesting one, actually. And then the Hawks get a nice young prospect in Nikola. Nikola Jovic. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I'd do that, honestly. I, I, I'd do it if I were the Heat. I think I think their window is not open forever. I mean, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry—they're not exactly the youngest anymore. Um, even Duncan Robinson—he played all his years at Michigan. He's not really—I mean, he's still young. But like, how many more years? Like, 
he's going to be at his peak soon. Right now, it's I think it's when and now, or you know, forever hold your peace. I guess you could say. Oh, you saw them make the finals against the Lakers a couple years ago. I mean, how much, how much more will this team have in the tank? I know Bam's young and stuff like that, but yeah, I I, I take John Collins for that. Yeah, I just real quick on Miami. They they made a mistake giving Duncan Robinson that contract. That, <laughs> yeah. like, that was a yeah. really big mistake. And like, yeah. just though that was the thing with the bubble. Like the Heat were a good team regardless of the bubble, but it's just there was those dead guys in that team that really like they went from good to like borderline superstar level. We saw a Tyler Hero. Bam out of bio. Even Jimmy Butler was given like forty point triple doubles. Like that team, they kind of overachieved that year. Like let's be real about it. So I just think yeah. Miami's ceiling. I just don't take them seriously as a championship team. But they're, if they had good John roster. Collins, do you think they'd be a contender? I think they'd be more of a contender than they are. now. I think they would. Well, I mean, in no. fairness, I they made they did make the conference finals last year. I'll give them that. But like I, I just don't think they have. If Jimmy Butler is your best player right now, I. No disrespect, he's a very good player, but you're not going anywhere with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is different. Mm. He's a beast he in the playoffs. Actual. As but your best player. him. If he's your best he's player, you're not, not winning a championship. As your second best, maybe, but as your best, no. Here's my thought. On, is when you get, if you get John Collins and you have Bam Adebayo and you have Jimmy Butler and then you still keep all that depth as well, I think they can match up with Boston. Definitely, if you get if you add John Collins, I mean, yeah, definitely, because now that makes it a lot tougher on not just them, but like for the Bucks too and all that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I I was not fond of the the Mo Bamba and Cole Anthony one, but I feel like they're giving up less to get John Collins in this deal. I think if you add, like you said, you said it yourself, an All Star. So if you add an all-star to that lineup, I think all of a sudden you got some issues. No, they're def- they're definitely mm-hmm. better, not worse. Like that's I don't want to uh, put that impression out there, but I, I just think uh, they need like a really like like a superstar. Like I think Miami, if they want to take that next level from being like a really good team to like a team that could seriously no one wants to play in the playoffs, I think they need that big player. Yeah, but my my only thing is like I think the the league. It, I think if you have three all-stars, you'll have Adebayo. John Collins and Jimmy Butler, yeah. and you got a walking bucket and Tyler Hero as well. Oh you're my your gosh, four I deep. forgot about Tyler Hero. That's your four well, deep that's right there. Guy. And that's, that's the that's two you run. Yeah, I I just that's think that, and you still you, you Old Depot wasn't in that trade, right? No, you, you still have him so too. A so. lineup of Lowry, Hero, Butler, Collins, and Bam. That's a contender. It no, is. it's a good team, but I, I just don't. I still you have good players. Match. What's like that? It, it depends how they play together. Yeah. Like on paper, that's a great team. Yeah, it's just, I just, Miami, they have a lot of really good players, but they don't have that one guy that's like, oh my gosh, like we like absolutely fear him. Like, if uh, if John Collins goes to Miami, he becomes the next Laurie Marketing, where he blows up. Without minus the shooting, though. Minus the shooting. Yeah. But as far mm-hmm. as, as, far as uh, progress, mm-hmm. I think he needs to get away from trade to kind of spread his wings a little bit. No, I I agree with that statement. I but I just I don't know. I just I don't know. Like I really don't. I just don't think they they would still be better than Miami or even Milwaukee when they're at full strength. Or not Miami. Uh, Boston. Boston. Yeah. So yay or nay? Do you take that trade, Marshall Bruce? If I'm Miami, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do the okay. trade all around. Tony, I I'd take it for both sides. Justin, I would still do the trade, of course. Awesome. Yeah, that's shoot. Does any anyone else have any other trades? I got a couple more. I, I have one. Go for it, Tony. Um, here we go. So I I got one right here. 
give me one sec to, to view it real fast. So I, I have the Wizards trading Kyle Kuzma mm-hmm. to the Milwaukee Bucks mm. for Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen, and a first-round pick. Interesting. Mm. Mm. You guys they first. still keep Chris Middleton? Yeah. Yeah, it's practically Middleton's making like I'm, 35 M's. I'm thinking of it as a uh, as a trade to get someone in Kyle Kuzma since Middleton's have the injury history. So now you actually have a reliable second option. So then the honest. Wizards get he's not he, he's still semi young, a prospect in Allen and a first pick, first round and then and Pat Connaughton too. Filler, who's been okay. Yeah, he can shoot. And his vertical is 45 inches too. And he played baseball at Notre Dame and basketball. The at man's yeah. a stat book. Yeah, he the does. A stat Pat book. Connaughton does it all, though. I I don't know. He's he's one of the most underrated athletes in the NBA. So that's no, he, that's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Um, I would do the draw. I think. Yeah. yeah. Milwaukee. Listen, they're they're in a win now win now mode. I mean, that's pretty obvious. So Is I think, that? I think they do the trade. Yeah, I, I think they do that too. If you're Washington, do you take the Kings trade or do you take the Milwaukee trade? Do you take Malik Monk and Davion Mitchell, or do you take Connaughton, uh, Allen, and a first? So basically, so basically, it comes down to would you uh, you have a semi no commodity in Davion Mitchell and a, a draft pick that's probably going to be what pick twenty five, pick thirty. I would take Davion Mitchell. I probably would still take the Kings pick, but that was just a thought uh, for a the Bucks to trade. get. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd probably go to the Kings pick because I'm high up on Tav- Davy, uh, Davion Mitchell, especially. I don't know what it is. I'm a college basketball fan too, but he and I went to a Cavs game where the Kings played them last year. Dude's just still a tenacious defender. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could be like um, he's 24. Mm-hmm. I get that's not uh, he still played his time at Baylor, but like I, I just I just still think that he could be a Patrick Beverly, but with with more skill. I just think too, like I've always said this with all the leagues, like draft, draft, future draft picks, prospects in baseball, whatever. They're not like known commodities, and I think mm-hmm. Davian Mitchell, we kind of know who he is, not completely, but we have an idea. In Washington, let's be real, they haven't had the best draft history, <laughs> yeah. so I think taking someone you yeah. know who's going to be a de- decent role player at worst over a guy who might be a total bust, I, I think you have to do that trade. If, hypothetically, if we compare the two, yeah, I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. I like it. So you mentioned Pat Beverly. Yeah, Pat Bev. Oh, you do you have him in a trade? I do. Oh, let's just get it. <laughs> this is the best. The Trailblazer. Trail. Let me repeat that. <laughs> Trailblazers. The Trailblazers receive Pat Beverly and a first-round pick from the Lakers. Oh boy. In return for Josh Hart. No. Josh you can't. Hart. They would never do it. Wait. So Pat Bev and <laughs> who put else? Pat Bev for next pick. two for Josh Hart. Damian Lillard. You put them on the same roster. There's no way. Oh, that's a good. That's a Josh Hart has been playing well, but he's kind of recently uh, Nasir Little's taken up his minutes, and he hasn't been playing well <laughs> the last couple of weeks. So the Blazers are getting the first round pick. The Blazers get the first round pick from LA. The twenty twenty. And Josh Hart returns to the Lakers. Yeah. So the Lakers would run a lineup of Schroeder, Hart, James, Hachimura, Anthony. Hmm. See, here's my opinion on it. I like Josh Hart. He's a good shooter. I just don't know if it's worth giving up a first-round pick, especially knowing that they're like lower on the spectrum right now for him. And you also just added Rue Hachimura. I think that they made the move they needed to make already. So just because of that, I wouldn't do it mm-hmm. if I were them. But they did it, say the Lakers did announce that they're willing to move one of the first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Now, Interesting. Yeah, I I would want to. 
Yeah, I you want like Josh Hart would help though, because like they need another shooter. Yeah, what do you what yeah, do you get? A ton of rebounds. Can't get enough shooting when you have LeBron James on the floor. Like the more shooters around him, the better. That pretty much. I, I agree. just I could never see the Blazers doing that. Like now, if you like take out Patrick Beverly and I don't know, put in another player, I think they would do it. But you can't put Pat Bev and Damian Lillard on the same team. Well, Pat Bev would come off the bench. He wouldn't be in the same uh, well, rotation yeah. as Dame. But just being in the same locker room and everything. Like, you know, Damian Lillard takes no disrespect. I mean, and he was able to get along with Russ, and they had a bunch of beef. They did. But Damian Lillard is different, That's I true. think. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't see it happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say no on this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I think the Lakers it wouldn't be a bad trade just because the, the first round is just so twenty twenty nine. I mean, who knows what the league's gonna look like? You know, six years from now, a lot can happen. And I think the Lakers they they do have this luxury, but they they better realize it quick before they they blow it. But I, I do think they need to get their whole management thing like with Jenny Boss. They need to get that under control. And if they can get all that drama out, like they they can still be a premier destination for stars. And if they can get back on track like that, that could be like their um. Saving grace as opposed to doing a full-on straight rebuild. Yeah. If they can get, like, if once LeBron retires, whatever, whatever he does with, with his son, if they can get Anthony Davis to be semi what he was, like, pre-championship like bubble, and then you can get, like, a second star and, you know, start to rebuild, like, a super team or something like that, I, I think that's possible, too. But I think a lot has to go right for that to happen, though. But that's another issue. So, Marshall, you said you don't take it. Nope. Justin, do you take it? I would take it, yes. Okay. I would, I would do the trade. Tony, do you take that trade? I'd take it, yeah. Okay. I, I have another one, though. Go for it. I, just, I literally just made it. Big Tony, we do were, it. We, I heard Terrence Ross's name earlier, and I just, I, I and now we have, we're talking about Pat Bev and stuff. Pat Bev and three second round picks for Terrence Ross. Lakers okay. get a shooter. Okay. They just gave yeah. up three for Rui. So you give up your other three for Terrence Ross. So they would run Schroeder, Ross, who would be the three? LeBron? LeBron and AD would play the four. Oh, yeah. LeBron would be the three, Rui at the four, and, and AD <laughs> at the five. You know. Yeah. That guy. LeBron <laughs> James. LeBron James. LeBron He was not a 14 from three the other night. Dude, which is like, goodness. Oh, Marshall, would you do that trade? What, what do you think about you, it? Yeah. I would do it in a heartbeat. I mean, you get some more picks as, you know, the magic, and so... You just keep rebuilding. Get Pat Bev, you know, get a somewhat of a veteran. Lakers get a shooter. Yeah, yeah I think you win. Yeah, that's pretty. You bring a, a vet, a vet personality into the locker room of of Orlando, kind of like what Pat Bev did in Minnesota when he won one playoff series and took a shirt off and ran around. I it, think you you bring some leadership to Orlando. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I might mean it. First of all, I was playing tournament game. That's no, I'm just messing with you. But uh, yeah, I would do it. But, well, why not? I mean, bro, it felt I like should, a game seven. Yeah, I think uh, if you're Orlando, you have nothing to lose there. No. You really don't. Yeah, honestly, like Orlando's like they they're still just building a lot a lot still. Yeah, they, they like they had they had those brief times where they made the playoffs against like 
the Raptors. Yeah, that was. They had that one game where it's like, oh, we can make this a series, and all of a sudden, it was like the Raptors just mowed them. Yeah, they they they, they, they actually they, put up a fight. They so. got the classic case of being mediocre. Mm-hmm. And they realized, oh, well, Nicole has some pieces. They, no, now they do. They but like, oh, Nicole Vucevic is our best player. Yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Gordon. Yeah. Well, who was Aaron it? Gordon? Yeah, Vooch, and, and who else? I will say this Terrence, though, Terrence Ross. Nicole Vucevic though. If you go off, he's one of the most consistent players in the 2010s. No, he's a good player. He's like, honestly, he, if yeah. you look at his numbers, like compared to how Dwight Howard played at that with the Magic, they're not, they're actually not that much different. No, don't do that. I'm allowed don't to. That. I'm allowed to. <laughs> don't do that. Stats don't lie. You that's, heard it here first no. from Tony. Stats don't care about Vooch, your feelings. Vooch is better than Dwight. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I, I'm not saying he's better, but that's if you compare him, he's not, he's not even that, comparable. He's a double. He's a walking double. I will say, he's a walking double. Only one of them is playing in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. It's Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I can't argue that. But at the same time, I mean, is Vucevic ever gotten any MVP votes or Defense Player of the Year votes? Uh, he hasn't. Was he got, be a top five player in the whole game at one point? I have a question though. Okay, did I ever say he was better? But you're acting like he's comparable, though. He is. He's not, though. If you look at the numbers, look him no, up. That, no, you the can't, dude's like, you can't a, look at dude's like an time. 18 and 11 guy for the Magic. Same with Dwight Howard. I, that's why he's a better defender. That's what separates it. That's what I said. Oh just you're, you're just mad. You know, just oh that small you, little you, information. Just he's just, a little he's better. He's just a DPOI candidate. But who's the better? Who's the better three shooter? Three time. Oh my Really? Who's a better free throw shooter? Gabe or Dwight Howard? Gabe. Like uh, I'm pretty bad at free throws. I can't. But you're still them. better than Dwight still Howard at free I'm, throws. I'm like Shaq here's the with thing. free throws. Dwight, here's the thing. Dwight Howard is better than Nikola Vucevic. You know thank you. Thank you. Uh, Let's just clear that up. Uh, okay. I'll I cleared that up thing. twice I'm already. I'm He's trying to. He's got words in my mouth. I'm not going to spend 30 minutes on ridiculous subjects as this, but I will say this. When I get to your house, I'm going to pull up their stats. Advanced stats. I'm going to pull them up. No. 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 Why? You don't want to get caught out on the podcast? Give another trade. I got a pretty wild one. I don't know if it, it will ever happen, but the Clippers go all, all in. Okay. Oh. All, all in. All, all in. Not all, all in. All, yeah, all, 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 all in. in. They go yeah. double in. They fire their front office. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oops. I hit the mic. It's the only way I could see it. The moving. Clippers send out Robert Covington, Luke Kennard, okay. Terrence Mann, hmm. okay. a 2023 First round pick, who OKC has the rights to swap with, and a 2029 unprotected pick to the Minnesota Timberwolves for Carl Anthony Towns. I say do it. So the the Clippers get obviously a a big man who can shoot. Full send, do it. Top 30 player in the league. And the Wolves get two picks, but they also get a really good young prospect in Terrence Mann. And a still kind of young, good shooter in Canard. Yeah. Yo, what's, what's Cat's contract look like? Cat, oh man, he's he's gonna bad. Six years, thirty three point eight million. I'm about to do it again, but I saw Terrence Mann play in college at Florida State. But yeah, there you Goodness go. Yeah, but I, I who will, hasn't this man seen play? Oh, that's what I'm saying. But I'm just trying to think like of the deal. If I'm the Clippers, I'm going all in on that. All in. But I don't think that. All, all in. But here's yeah. the thing. Minnesota just went all, all in on Rudy Gobert. Yeah, and now they go all, all out. <laughs> no, they're going all, all out, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they I, recover some draft capital. They get a couple young prospects. And they get Covington, who's a good rotational piece. Yeah. It's a good trade. But if I'm the Timberwolves. I, I would I, say no. Here's the thing. I've already put all my chips on the table from the Timberwolves. I'm going to yeah. leave my, you know, I'm just going to leave it as And your is. buns. Your buns right now. 
<laughs> they're buns they right now. They, I mean, they're and there's like you said, the West is really stacked through to thirteen. So if they get like win like five games in a row, they're probably looking at the top four seed. Their best player right now is Kyle Anderson. No. Yes, I'd no. say. Yes. Wait, he's on Memphis though. Kyle Anderson, he's on the Timberwolves. Where have you been? He's on the Timberwolves. What? Yeah. Oh, that's right. We were. You know why I said that? Because we were watching Memphis play the Timberwolves last, last night. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had that nice dish. Uh huh. To Rudy. Yeah. To yeah. Rudy. <laughs> oh my bad. My bad. Yeah, he's not their best player. Slow mo. Wait, don't yeah, put, don't disrespect Kyle Anderson. Anthony Edwards is their best player. Don't right disrespect now. Kyle Anderson. He's the oh, best player. He's a, he's a good role player. Stop it. Anthony Edwards, by the way, <laughs> he's having twenty five. Anthony Edwards. Wait, speaking about that, who did Anthony Edwards dunk on last year? Yuta Watanabe. I don't even know that. That is. was disrespectful. That was really yeah. bad. You don't want an obvious? He's single handed. He's the, the entire best shooter on Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He, in all honesty, I saw him. Yeah, that's the guy I was saying. He played for George did Washington. See, did you college. see him play in college too? I did. At yeah. George Washington yeah. with yeah. Ty Cavanaugh. Yeah, but did you see like. me play in college? What's yeah. that? Yeah. Did I see him? I did not see him. I saw him at the Boys Club. Yeah, he's actually played with America. Yeah, I actually saw him lose at the White Pow in the tournament. I actually wasn't there for that, but they did. Lo- but how about this? Andrew Wiggins, Angelo Embiid lost to Stanford and Dwight Powell in college. That's because Dwight Powell is the best player out of those three. Yeah, that's Lucas Guy right there. Yeah. It definitely is. <laughs> definitely is. I looked at the numbers, too. Dwight Howard does have better numbers than Vucevic, like I said. But it's not a, not by a lot. It's seventeen to eleven anyway, to eighteen to thirteen. I'm not gonna argue that. Yeah. It's not even worth talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll end up throwing yeah. the I'm a pound. I'm a pound. I'm a pound into your head. All right, Tony. Pause. Do you take that trade? Do I take that trade? If I am cat to the Clips. If I'm the Clippers, heck yeah. If I'm the Timberwolves, like I said, I'm just just seeing how the wind takes them. All right, Justin. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those. 50, 50 propositions. Timberwolves, I think, would decline that in a heartbeat. But at the same time, if the Clippers have a chance to get someone like that to add to their their big two, and they have a big three, like a legit big three now, uh, yeah, you have to do that. I mean, now you're talking like title favorites too. If they were to get, get yep. it hypothetically, I mean, that'd be wild. Marshall, I yeah, I do it. You do it. I do it. Does anyone else have any other ones? Because I got maybe one or two more. I mean, I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, you know, we've I'm had done a lot of trades. It hasn't come up yet. Who is Luca's children? The Phoenix Suns. Oh, they have not <laughs> yeah. been included in a trade. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting. I tried a couple. Here's the thing think. with Phoenix. Like, I, I think it's at this point, like, you don't sell, you don't blow it up yet because, like, yeah. Tevin Booker is going to be back soon, and they're definitely still going to be at least a play-in or a playoff team. Yeah. So I, I just ride it out and. Uh, I don't. Th- it, it's probably closed, but you might as well try one more time. Yeah, yeah. Fee- their got. window, I think, is closed. Championship window is closed, man. They uh, they yeah. had those two years, man. They they were up in the series against Milwaukee. They lost. That was their chance. Last year was really their chance. They were the best team the regular season, mm-hmm. like by 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 far last year. And then, like you said, they got Luca in the second round, and they've they've just never really recovered. And then, then they have the whole thing with their owner. The whole drama yeah. behind that too. Guys aren't weren't healthy. Chris Paul's yeah. missed some time. And Booker's the drama with Aiton. Aiton, mm-hmm. the whole issue there. He I wanted mean, this on the Pacers. They, he he did, he and then they matched the offer. Yeah. So I just yeah. think with Phoenix, like they could still be good in the future. Like, they're young enough. Booker in particular, and so is Aiton. Mm-hmm. We kind of know who Aiton is the player. I don't think he's gonna get any better. He's gonna be like fifteen and ten, nice. pretty much his career. And once yeah. again, that was probably a, he's a bust. I'm, okay. 
I'm not gonna say. Oh boss. yeah, I want to say a bust. Well, but Luka, like, Luka was on the board. Considering who first drafted, overall pick, considering who was drafted after him, Luka, yeah, Trey Young. That's kind of a miss there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like he's a good player. Boy, well, I mean, like, but here's the thing though: four teams passed up on Luka. Yeah, and, and DeAndre yeah. Ayton's not the worst player out of this four before him. Marvin Bagley is. Yeah, that's what no, I'm saying. But, but so. like, it's just, Detroit legend Marvin. But when Bagley. you have the number one overall pick, like you, you got to hit. Good rapper. Man. Like you got to hit mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley. Yeah. All right, can, I know we're we're running short on time. Can I rapid fire just Let's one word? Yes or no? Let's do it. Okay, uh, the Raptors' biggest need is a uh, pass first guard. So. The Raptors get TJ McConnell from Indiana and Langston Galloway as cap filler for Chris Boucher. Yay or nay? Oh, absolutely. I, I love TJ McConnell. Chris Boucher. Stretch Who? big. This man's disrespectful. He played for Oregon. Chris Boucher. Yay or nay? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah yes. McCall, All the way around. TJ McConnell. Shout out Chargers Valley. High school. high school, same high school. Let's go. Dude, TJ knows McCall, that too. He's right now. He's play, he's hot with Halliburton. He's now. playing good. He's playing really yeah. good. Yeah, he could flourish there in Toronto. He's okay, been solid. He has the Warriors receive Kelly Olynyk. They give up Jamichael Green and James Wiseman. I would not give up. No, I would nay. not give up Wiseman. Nay, for not for Olenek. Kelly Olynyk. Especially yet, after no. what he did to Kevin Love. I still oh, think that about like that. Five six years ago, dude. No, it was over that. No, it was, it was like that's a, was a long time. Almost ago. eight years ago. Never. It was that long. Yeah, well, Whoa. 2015 playoffs. Oh, I, I just, I never f- forget. Eight years ago. Wow. I, oh, not man. Kevin Love, man. Not Kevin Love. Okay, let's say uh, the Raptors don't strike. F- don't mess with Kevin Love. Don't mess. The Raptors strike out on TJ McConnell. In my opinion, because I like him. The best ball distributor, backup guard. The Raptors receive Ricky Rubio. The Cavs receive Otto Porter Jr. and a first-round pick. Mm. Can they just do the, the one for one? I think the thing they, I, the team have to attach a first rounder to that. Yes. Well, Otto Porter is injured for the whole season. Oh. So, but he's he has a two-year deal, so he'll be there next year. I wouldn't do it if I were the Cavs, just because you have Okoro and Osman. I, I think like Porter's a good player, but who knows how he's gonna be whenever like he's back and stuff. And plus, he's mm-hmm. not exactly young he's anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I would pass. He was in the same draft. Pass. He was like 2013 draft, so he's if, been so no, no. I did not. All right, last one. Let's end it off with a spicy one. A sexy one. The Charlotte Hornets. Yes. The tanking. One of the worst teams in the league receive for Scoot. Benjamin Simmons. Oh gosh. The Nets receive Kelly Oubre Jr. and Terry Rozier. Interesting. Hell no. <laughs> Scary Terry's good. That's the thing. And Kelly's a, he's a good shooter. Yeah. Why would the Hornets want Ben Simmons? Because oh, he's, he's a young player. Who has know, really I good defense? Can you I imagine? He okay. won a rookie of the year over Donovan Mitchell. Can you imagine yeah, a crazy. Lamella Ball? Better sense. Can you imagine a Lamella <laughs> Ball and Ben Simmons pick and roll? Yeah, that pick and pop would be deadly, man. Lamella Ball and Ben Simmons pick and roll. <laughs> I just, if I'm the Hornets, no. I give up. Scary, scary Terry. Terry is solid. Nothing Kelly Kelly Oubre has one year left on his deal, and Scary Terry has four years at twenty million. If you're the Hornets, you don't want that deal. I would rather have Ben Simmons at thirty million for two more years and try to at least revive him a little bit. I, I think you're a tanking team. What do you, what do you have to lose? Here's the only thing I I, I do like about <sighs> He'll the sell trade. Tickets. Though. It's like Lamella is their point guard. Yeah. I think Terry would like be in a better system with. The Nats, honestly, playing yeah. with Kyrie and stuff. Yeah. yeah I feel like I Scary know. Terry would want that. But. Yeah, I mean, 
Mm-hmm. I I just think Ben Ben Simmons at this point, I think he's just damaged goods, man. So dead. if you're damaged goods, come to the Hornets. We're a damaged team. We're not winning any games. Oh, Might as well let him flourish with no pressure. That. Ben, just play ball. Don't worry about it. We're not doing anything. Come play with Lamelo. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's uh, it's honestly not as bad as we think it is. No. Like, Wait, so I was like out of it. I was texting someone. So like, who was the players Le- doing guilt for? Uh, ben, ben Simmons, Simmons to yeah, the Hornets okay. for Kelly Oubre Jr. Kelly Oubre. and Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. I don't think it's. I think it's not that bad, honestly. I, I don't think I'd do that trade. I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't do that trade. I, really I wouldn't would. do it. I still have hope for Ben Simmons. I, I don't do know. Too. I think it. I think it missing like all the games in the last year definitely hurts him a lot yeah, this year. I think it'll be. He'll bounce back eventually. I, I just. That's my thought. I think he is what he is at this point, which is you know I, I listen. I don't like saying this. Like I like Ben Simmons too. Like it's just I. I just don't think whatever. Whatever he's going through, uh, it's clearly his, his play has been hindered significantly. Even in Philly, I mean, he was – it's just – I don't know. You want to hear a fun fact about Ben Simmons? Sure. You like, saw him play in college? I did not. Uh, no. Uh, in Australia. But I, I got I, – the same guy who recruited Ben Simmons to LSU was the assistant coach at St. Mary's. He's the same guy who recruited Matthew Delvadova and Patty Mills, Delhi. both Australian players. Nice. To St. Mary's before he oh. went to LSU. He's so on the if, Kings, too. Yeah. <laughs> Delhi, right. he's a veteran presence the Kings need. That's why they're so good now. Yeah. That's all the trades I have. Yeah, I about to say, it's probably a good time to end it, too, anyway. If, mm-hmm. only, if you have anything else to say, real quick. Yeah. Let's go Celtics. Let's go Cavs. Send Ben to Charlotte. Send Ben to Charlotte. Send, hashtag send Ben to Charlotte with a little bow tie. Bow tie. And I'm talking about the pasta. <laughs> it's actually mm-hmm. good pasta though it's great pasta it is yeah but um that was our nba trade uh trade show i guess talk show whatever you want to call tell it where you can find the podcast yes at. i am gonna tell them that uh you can find our podcast on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify youtube pretty much wherever your podcast just search the rosette and stewart podcast special thank you to the roman empire gabriel roman for coming on too also marshall bruce masters aka eminem thank you for coming on the show too yes i said thank, that thank you, you guys, guys for coming on thank yeah for much appreciated though Sounds but uh for antonio rosetti i'm justin stewart this has been the rosetti and stewart podcast we'll see you next week Vucevic is the best magic player uh, of the time dwight howard's better bye Shaq's the best best magic player. Give me me Dwight over uh, uh, Bye.